Yeah, okay. Hey. Hey. Sorry, dude. What's up? Nothing much, man. How are you doing? How was, how was old, old man Potsy? Old man Potsy is uh, fine and dandy, man. Sitting pretty. He's got to go down to Orlando tomorrow. Nice. Yeah. Working retirement, they call it. Wait, let me ask you this. I didn't want to. I didn't want to bring it. I didn't want to bring it here, but is he making at least over four hundred k? Dude, he better be, or else he's a disgrace to the human race. I mean, he really shouldn't even be alive. I mean, dude, you're basically a failure as a father. As a I mean, dude. how do you even have a pair of testes between your legs if you got if you're making if you're no, making no. three ninety nine? No, dude. <laughs> No, the guy said if you're making four hundred. Yeah. Said, he said if you were making four hundred, you are a loser. <laughs> I was like, excuse me, sir. It's what like, about four hundred one? What about firefighters? What about what about you know good folk? What about teachers, though? Huh? Anyway. What about what 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 about the ninety nine point nine percent? He seems like a good guy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like he's just so misguided. Seems like a real gent. Hey, dude. Let's get into it here. End of the year rankings, okay? Yeah. So we got our boy Carlos on top, okay? That's That should have been known from the start. But let's just look at these. Uh, hold on. Let me pull this shit up real quick. You have to pull it up because I don't have it in front of me. Well, the tennis TV is running some bullshit now. Make you log in every five days. It bothers me. Here we go. Players. Here's the top. Here's the top ten. I'm gonna read them off to you. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. From the country of España. You don't roll the ends, but I like to. Carlos Alcaraz, our boy. Yep. Who would have guessed one. it? The youngest number one. That's what I read. Were they lying? I don't know. I thought Sanford was pretty young when he made it, didn't he? Everybody's young. I guess 19's the youngest. Yeah, these days 25's washed up. <laughs> All right, number two, we got Rafa. Okay, that's. I'm surprised on that one a little bit. Are you? Why? He's played every big tournament. Oh. He's done pretty well in every big. He had a great start to the year, though. Oh, yeah, that's true. You win two majors, dude, in a year. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. I forgot about that story. Yeah, it was a long time ago, dude. You're good. It was a long time ago. Yeah. All right. And uh, number three, we got Casper. My man, Casper Rude. Yeah, no surprise there. Yeah, dude. They lost to our boy Ben. 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 Ben Shelton out of uh, the University of Florida. His dad Formerly. definitely didn't coach him on the sidelines during that match we watched. We did not yeah, see we, any of that. We see him against, uh, what's that guy's name? Sinego, uh, the Italian. Yeah, yeah, the Italian. Signor, Signor Lorenzo Italiano. Yeah. See, you know what bugged me about that match? It was fun. Dude, the guys uh, sitting next to us wearing some tennis, I don't know, they're wearing some dorky tennis outfit. I don't know what it said. It was like tennis.com or something. It's like, yeah, nice, nice freaking website name. Nice man, you you got yeah, in also, early I can and tell got it's the not your website. Name. That was your website. You'd be in the box right now. You're not. You're just yeah. you're down here. They're they're pulling for the Italian guy, which they're like the only ones there not pulling for the American. 
underdog, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah know, I remember those like, guys. It's like, dude, yeah. you're wearing a tennis.com shirt. Okay, and you're sitting here cheering for the Reds. Okay, if you're in a, if you're in Cincinnati, Ohio, and you're and you're at this uh, ATP 1000, if it's T. Fritz versus some unknown, you know, guy that you like, and he's got a little pizzazz, you know, let's say he's like number 100 in the world, and he's holding his own versus, versus you know, number nine in the world. It looks like, uh, yeah, dude, pull for the underdog. But if you're pulling for the foreign uh, favorite, yeah, in Cincinnati though. In Amer- you know, in America versus your own, those guys were Americans. I knew it. Yeah, I thought it was poor form, and and I gave him the stink eye a couple times. And then we had the um, they were the, the only ones that everybody was getting into that match except those guys were just going, "Come on, Lorenzo!" And it's like, "Hey, man, read the room." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was well said. Yeah, I mean, they just didn't have the awareness and anyway, the tennis went on DeonTennis dot com shirt. I mean, that's that's a dead. Yeah. I don't know much, but if that's not a dead giveaway, then I'll say this though: I don't know anything. Uh, as a freaking non-athlete living vicariously through a young man making the ranks like Ben Shelton, when he beat Lorenzo and upset him, I looked at those guys wearing the tennis dot com shirts. Also, they were matching. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. So over their way, and I go. They didn't. They didn't see me do. But I just looked at them, and I was like, "Yeah, what's up, guys?" I, a guy that I just found out about thirty minutes ago beat your guy. So, yeah, there we go. So there. But also, you were pulling for the Italian. Yeah, a favorite in America. Yeah, especially. Uh, but anyway, you ask for that that same stadium, dude. The uh, whatever Porsche. They beat him three and three, Ben. Ben will be a guy to watch. I don't know if he's had any more success this year, but, I mean, he was playing really old, well. He picked up the old NIKE sponsorship, which is pretty sick. Yeah, he old wasn't Nike sponsored game. when we saw him. Old Nike, um, yeah, dude. That was, the, that was the other cool thing, dude. He was an unsponsored freaking kid out there playing against, like, the world's best, and these guys are pulling for the Italian, like, that's mm-hmm. done it all, that's already been there, done that. Like, dude, pull for the new guy. Yeah, I think he's going to hover around. He's going to hover around top 100 for a little while. But once he can get, I mean, he's 6'4", lefty, big serve. Yeah. Once he kind of, like, settles in, I mean, he's got potential. I think he could be top 20 guy. Yeah, I like Ben, dude. He Ben! Ben! (laughs) You have to win, Ben! You have to win, or I've got to cut off my right arm, Ben! (laughs) Well, then he, he went on, and he goes, who... I literally, we were talking to him. This is like Cincinnati Open right here. You can literally talk to the guys that just played like they're, yeah. you know, your buddy. And ben, we got, and like, Ben, and who we got, got next? I was like, who you got next? And I didn't know. He was like, oh, dude, I got Casper. And I was like, oh, Casper. <laughs> and in my head, I was like, dude, yikes. But then I was like, uh, all right, man, take him out. And, dude, he went and took him out. That was wild. Casper yeah. was complaining about he likes to play way far back and, like, in Cincinnati on that grandstand, I guess there wasn't enough space for him. Like, he had to play basically up against the wall, like, just basically worried about swacking the ball kids with his racket every time. Yeah, it doesn't suit his game, but at the same time, you got to be able to adjust. Yeah, dude. I mean, Ben was just living off the hype, and then he lost next round to Cam Nori, which Bad. was just Cam Nori. Nori is going to be a guy to watch. I mean, is he top ten? Uh, let me look. Sorry. 
Yeah, Cam Norrie is, is he number not seven? top ten. He is uh, 14 right oh, now. Oh, wow. I think he had some kind of injury going into the late. He didn't do that. Yeah, he, he must have. Yeah. yeah. He's, gonna be, he's always going to be a gamer. All right, let's move on, dude. Casper's freaking badass, dude. Uh, two-time Paris semifinalist. Or no, I shouldn't say Paris, French Open semifinalist. Uh, this year included. Number four, we got Steph sit the pass. Ooh, he's controversial right now. Always. As always. He's in right now. His whole I heard uh, Courier talking a little while ago about how, you know, he, he just needs to ditch the family, you know. Like that dynamic, it just ain't working. So I, I haven't been watching him a lot, but that's kind of the, the stuff I've been hearing about him. It's not not been working, man. He's poor. Yeah, but it's, I mean, I think he was basically saying, like, you know, they're just putting the, putting the pressure on him. They're like, they want him to do so good, you know, and it's putting the pressure on him, and he's actually doing worse, you know. He's had a couple of, like, performances where it's been a little disappointing. You know, you'd expect him to go a little further. It's just, it's just hard to watch when, I mean, you know, everybody knows what what your dad looks like. I mean, it's kind of a, you know, I mean, it's just, it's popular to, like, Highlight the family dynamic. Yeah, it's easy to hate on a guy that's got long hair and he's like porcelain white and, you know, he's from Greece. Yeah, he's he's got that good demographic. He's giving you plenty to hate. Like, he plays the heel a little bit, but honestly, like, yeah, Yeah. I I like watching him, man. He's fun to watch. He's got the one-hander, backhand, and... I mean, mean, there's no no bigger target than a a tall, handsome Greek white dude. Yeah. I mean, that's an easy... That's an easy slap. He's easy to hate. Yeah, dude. My favorite is him versus Medvedev, like, when they match up, dude, because they're both tall, lanky, handsome white men, and they just both, like, they just both, like, they're just hateful. Yeah, I mean, I, I, think, I mean, I think if you if you just went to New York City or wherever and just showed him a picture of uh, Steph and say, hey, what do you think about that? And most 99% would just say, that son of a bitch. Yeah, they're just gonna automatically. That guy. That, that guy being said, that though, like, if he ever, what if he comes back to the Australian with his head? That would be kick ass, dude. Dude, like a Britney Spears. He just yeah. comes back. He's just hey, coming man, to play. Maybe I don't know. I'm not gonna judge the guy. That would be kind of. That'd be kind of dope. If you're playing a game where you're, you know, he soaks through like three shirts a match. It's like, yeah, dude, he's sweating hard, especially in like Cincinnati and stuff, New York. I mean, that can't be having a full head of hair like that you there's something have, there's something to that when a like yeah. I, I don't know if there's a, movies like that i feel like there are where like the main character gets his ass whooped and then he just goes and like comes back nobody's seen him for a while and he shaves his head and comes back and they're like yeah who who is this guy they're like oh yeah he <laughs> just came out of jail yeah you're like oh dude that's ronnie yeah yeah that's ronnie he shaved his head and he's coming to whip ass now like yeah like you better get out of his way because Ronnie's coming to play. That's like that would be like Steph if he shaved. Yeah, I think it'd be cool. I mean, I don't know. What does his head look yeah. like? Well, some guy. You know who like... would be a wild one is uh, T. Fritz. T. Fritz shaved his head. Yeah, because I mean that dude. I mean he's. That's his big thing. I can't imagine he'd do that. The only ones that are going to heads are going to be. It's going to be Carlos Alcaraz leading the pack. It's, <laughs> Maybe Felix. Novak always wears it close. Uh, 
I don't know. I don't see anybody. Nobody's going to shave their head, dude. Half the half the guys look. Yeah, like, the only one that really did, and it was that was a shocker, is Manorino. And I mean, he he shaved it bad. I mean, that was a zero, straight off the <laughs> top of the dome. I mean, <laughs> when he first did it, when he first did it. I mean, he was he was porcelain white, and you know, yeah. you could tell he he wasn't sporting it for long. Yeah. And um, I mean, it it was weird because he. He might have been balding a little bit, but I mean, he had some time left. But he yeah. just he just said, "Hey, <laughs> the guy, the bar, we went up to the barber. They said, hey, he said, hey, buzz it.' They said, dude, oh, like a, like, a, like, uh, a three, three guard or something. Because no, yeah. no, take it off, take it off, no. and okay. and write me a protocol so I can shave it every morning so not a hair grows. Dude, I just how can you not hear enough, fan? I just imagine them going in there and being like, uh. You want it? Are you sure about this? And the guy just—he just takes a pause, looks in the mirror at himself sitting in that chair, and he goes, makes eye contact with the guy through the mirror, and he goes, "Do it." And then he just, <laughs> and then he just doesn't talk for the rest of the haircut. He's like, "So what are yeah. you tell for?" You know, he's French, right? French fella. Yeah, I could see him being kind of like one. I haven't heard him talk, but I could hear him like, "What are you in town for?" He's like, "I don't know. I don't know." See, fuck that. He would just be like, he would just be faced right into the camera and they're like why don't you take any sponsors and he's like i, I you know i don't know they do not no, care dude, about he, he wouldn't say let's go he'd say la you know that's yeah. uh french yeah he'd, he'd, yeah. Be, like, he'd be like are you i don't know how you say are you sure in french but he'd say uh are you sure you would play like please don't do this and he goes la let's go <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> okay like i could see him i could see him like getting out the razor and he's like He's just he just grabs his hand and puts it down and brings out a laser. He's yeah. like, No, I want to get a laser off. He's like, Are you sure there's no going back from this? He's so, like, Dude, I'm burning my I'm burning my ships. I'm not I'm yeah. not going, I'm not sailing back. Yeah, let's, let's burn the boats at the shore. Yeah, yeah. Okay, man. Let's move on because we're only on four out of yeah, ten. This is, Come on, take a while. Yeah, let's you get going. Number, you thought number two with Rafa was uh, shocking. You're gonna. You're not gonna. You're gonna be shocked by number five. You got any guesses? Um, number five, Medi. We have no. We haven't mentioned him yet. Felix. Dude, he's uh one of the big three. But he's number five. Hmm. Oh, Djokovic. Yeah, man. Djokovic. Wow. Well, he took a big hiatus. Yeah. Well, the Wimbledon thing that didn't help him at all. No points at Wimbledon. Oh yeah, that's right. He's so. He probably would be like number one right now. He he got all those points. Uh, I want to say he did play the French, but did they let him in or no? I can't remember. He definitely played. I mean, he's gotten screwed over Uh, with this COVID COVID thing. So he played Rafa in the uh, semis of the French. They were on the Rafa beat him. Yeah. Rafa B. I think it went three sets. I can't remember. I watched that. Yeah, that was. God, dude, the French feels like forever ago. We're here sitting here in December. Yeah, it's been a long year. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you. All the right. Joker, he, he's going to. He, he'll change. No, they, that cleared him, they cleared him for the Aussie this year. He's playing. Okay, cool. Definitely the favorite. No more excuses. Yeah, man. Uh, we'll come back to him. But number six, you said him before. Felix. Canadian fella. Yeah. FAA. 
FAA, baby. Yeah. Aviation Administration. Our buddy Ron said it before. I mean, he checks all the boxes. I mean, really tall dude. I mean, what is he, 6'4", 6'3", 6'4"? I want to back up to my first encounter with tennis in 2021. We went to the Western and Southern. We go up to a practice court. I don't even know what I'm looking at, but Felix is there. There's a few people watching him. And Ron goes, oh, yeah, this guy's, like, very good. And I go, yeah. <laughs> he didn't even, like, he downplayed that. He's number six in the world now. And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, you know, he's kind of this guy. He's from Canada. He's he's big. He checks all the boxes. He kept saying that. He's like, he checks all the boxes. And we're going to try and get Ron on. He's he's freaking MIA. But, uh, yeah, he just kept saying that. So every time I think of Felix, I think of checking all the boxes. He's just like, he's got a nice two-handed backhand. He's got a really nice forehand. He's got a big serve, and he's a big guy. He just checks those, and he moves well. There you go. Just, like, right. fundamentally sound. He's, he hasn't won a major yet. Like, he's not there. He's he's getting there, but, like, he's no. been He's been playing well. I mean, it's going to – I mean, what does it take for a guy like FAA to win a major, like, with Djokovic and, you know – Carlos. It's gonna take the cards. It's gonna take a little bit, uh, a little bit longer, but I think he's beat Carlos like more times than he's lost. He has beaten Carlos for sure. I remember that. And his big thing, like, like Felix, seems to be pretty consistent. And he went on like a big tear at the end of the year. He won like a bunch of uh, smaller tournaments in a row. I mean, he's he's nobody to be trifled with. Like the guy is super talented. Yeah, three titles in a row for Felix. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, one they were. Carlos has never beaten him. He's 3-0 and against Carlos. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, that's wild. So, I mean, you would think Carlos will win just about every time. I don't know how Felix does on clay. Oh, wow. And Felix, I didn't know this. Felix is only 22. Oh, yeah, dude, I knew that. He's born. He's younger than us. Y- yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's... he's uh. He's got. He's, years, he's like a you know, 1999 birth year. He's like maybe uh, 2000. He's burned 2000, right? I mean, There's nothing no makes one. me feel worse than uh, than walking up on some of these guys like yeah. Sebastian Cordar, Felix, and they're just like six five and just yeah making millions out on the road. That's fine, dude. You That's, know. Yeah. It, it just it just it just wasn't in the cards. <laughs> wasn't in the cards, man. Was it, it wasn't my morning. No. no. All right, dude. Uh, onward. Number seven. We got Daniil Medvedev. Medi. Yeah, that's a little bit. He slipped a little bit this year because he was number one last year. Now he's number seven. So, obviously, uh, yeah, he's got some stuff going on. Definitely, like, he, he takes his losses hard, man. Uh, yeah, he doesn't like to lose. Spoiler alert for number eight, but it's Rublev. Both of them, I noticed that their flags are blank on tennis TV because they're Russian, so they just don't give them flags, you know, like when it says where you're from. But, yeah. You still like that? Yeah, of course, man. There's, <laughs> the war is still going. So, yeah. I didn't I didn't know, man. Uh, <laughs> you didn't? Come on, sorry, dude. I live up the rock. You ought to know. I knew, but I mean, come on. What are we? What kind of message are we sending here? ATP. I mean, 
I don't care. Yeah, I don't know. Just say that. Stop in it. I guess you gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta cater to the one percent who might get offended, but whatever. I guess, man. I don't know. It's beyond me, but here they are. Number seven. You can't be an easy. Can't be an easy thing. Like imagine being a professional athlete, being on the road, and then just being like. You know, we had Donnie T in the office for four years. Just imagine he does something, like, fucked up. And you don't agree with it, but also, like, your family is still back home, and it's a dictatorship, and you're, like, does something, like, shitty, and you're just, like, everybody's just looking at you, like, oh, he's from that country. And you're, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, big place, guys. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I can't really, like, say anything. Oh, I can't play Wimbledon now? Oh, sick. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't Man, know. I, don't I just know. think I think the cool part about sports is that it, you don't think about that stuff, and it brings everybody together. And then just to do that, it's like it just throws a – just combines a little bit too close to home, you know? Yeah. It's like, all right, you're taking away why this is cool. Like, this guy's – I mean, both of these guys have been, like, literally training their whole lives. Like, they're – in their prime right now, they're top ten in the world, both of them. Uh, they've gone head-to-head with each other several times. I think they're, like, they've had six matches together. And, yeah, it's, like, they're they're close. Like, they, they know each other pretty well at this point. And, like, they're just – I imagine it's got to be tough just being on the road and, like, you know, your fam's back home in a country where there's all this, like, you know – geopolitics going on it's just like it can't be easy but like and then like somehow you get mixed up in it as like a quote-unquote representative of your country it's like not i mean they're athletes they're individual athletes they're not in the olympics right now it's like i don't get it whatever 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 man moving up pressing onward rublev number eight and i know we went over him already yet yeah, he had some big highlights of the year um probably not where he wants to be he probably i mean ruba is a freaking maniac that's why i love him like he's freaking punching his racket slapping himself just like yeah the guy wants to be number one he's he's got that in him he's got the yeah. he's got the freaking lion he's and, a killer. Uh, yeah he's a killer dude. he's an absolute killer uh he wants to be number one he's number eight he's probably like freaking chomping at the bit right now get back on the road and like start winning tournaments again. Yeah. Um, he's he's very fun. I mean, obviously he's known for the big forehand, uh, but the backhand, I feel like has come a long way this year because guys have tried to pick on him with the backhand and he's just like work. You can tell he's been working on it. The consistency is hard. He's, he's been, he's obviously super talented and then like he, he can beat anybody on any day, just like curious, but it's just like, you yeah, I'd do like that. to see him. I'd like to see him more consistent this year. Like, yeah, you got Yannick Sinner and Alcaraz. I I feel like they're cream de la cream of the young guys, and he's just kind of like he's getting to be like kind of out of their age range. Like he's 25 now. They're all like 18, 19, and yeah. uh, I think he's gonna he's got all the the makings to win on any different uh, any any week, but he's just got to put it together a little bit more consistent and. Yeah, he swings for the fence, you know. Whereas some of these guys are a little bit more, a little bit more fluid with it. So yeah, yeah. 
Now, the Andre's got it in him. He's got that dog in him. It's just going to be a matter of – I mean, to, from what I've realized in my very limited experiences, I freaking – you can be on fire and beat anybody, you know, if you're on that day. you got to be on for – let's say for a week long tournament for like a masters, you got to be on for six matches, five matches in a row. And then if you want to win a major, you got to be on board for more like, what is it? Nine matches. No, it's, I mean, you play qualifiers, but it's seven. So when it's crazy, I mean, I mean, that's a long, and they're five setters. So it's just, you're, there's more tenor. There's more time to slip. Yeah. So let me yeah, ask you this. The same was... way. It's like we know golf is hard, but imagine doing golf four rounds in a row and just being dynamite four times, four days in a row. Yeah. Like to win, to win a tournament in general as an individual athlete is one of those things where it's just like, shit, man. Got a lot of respect for these guys. Crazy. That's all I'm trying to say. Let me, let me ask you this. With uh, I was looking back to the Paris tournament the masters 1000 mm-hmm. and holger rune took out rublev um holger's ranked 11 right now what do you think mm-hmm. his trajectory is this year dude I honorable mention yeah yeah i mean he's got he's got it he's got a lot of potential i mean that's a cliche but it's for real like the guy is super talented um fundamentally sound it's just going to be a matter of like seeing how he develops and like how he handles those situations that he's yeah. going to get inevitably get to. I mean, it he has like, really look like he's at 39, 39 and 24, which is kind of like a lot of losses. It seems like, but he has three titles last year. Yeah, dude, he went off this year. Holger rune is like most improved for sure over 2022. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you can name another name that's been more improved than that guy. I mean, he went. I'd love to see his ranking at this time of year, twelve months ago, but it wasn't freaking eleven. I'll tell you that much. No. Guys, uh, you know he he's he's got a, He's got the passion for it. You can tell. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see him. I'd love to see him in uh, in in play sometime. I haven't seen him live yet. I'd love to see how he uh, carries on. I'd love to see his practice his coach yeah. isn't he coached by his mom is that what you told me uh she's always in his box i don't know if she's manager or whatever but she's she definitely like a ball. big now, huh and i think he's uh patrick montagulo or whatever you know that that dude who's coaching everybody we saw him at cincinnati he's oh like, yeah. yeah you'd know him if you saw him i mean he's like yeah. serena williams old coach and everything okay yeah so He's got a good team. Must have a yeah. good team. I mean, yeah, he's the best of the best on the baseline. I don't know about the best of the best, but he's he's damn good. He hasn't faced Djokovic yet, has he? Uh, he has before, I think. Probably when he was probably before this year, though. He hasn't yeah. faced him this year. Yeah, probably. I I can't remember. I can't either. All right, dude. Pressing onward, number nine. The American, Taylor Fritz. Oh, yeah, represent. Pete Fritty with the sweatband, with the headband. What oh, about yeah. I mean, he's been playing well this year. I mean, he started off with that uh, that big win in uh, Indian Wells. 
Yeah, palm strength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over, over. Nadal. Uh, Rafa. Yeah, as Rafa was streaking, I was gonna. He literally hadn't lost all year. T. Fritz beats him. Straight sets. Yeah. Was it straight sets? Maybe three. Yeah, One. no, great. I mean, uh, Nadal was probably that was like the start of his injury, like where he was showing his injury. Yeah. You know, he just played yeah. Alcaraz, the match before, and everything. Yeah. Uh, but also, I remember T. Fritz almost pulled out of that match because apparently he had like a shoulder problem or something. So oh, that's so nuts, man. You never know what he was going to pull out. That's yeah, so wild. That's so wild, dude. Yeah, Fritz is, he's, con- I think his consistency is really good. I think he's, uh, you know, he's got to work on like maybe coming up a little bit. That's like his big critique is like when they draw him up to the net, but as far as like fundamentally, you know, like uh, yeah, I mean, based on ball a... striking, he seems to be like pretty fundamental there and I don't know. He he checks all the boxes too, man. I think he beats, he can beat anybody on any given day. Yeah, I like his uh, coaching decisions this year because you got um, Michael Russell. Yeah. You probably, you probably don't know much about him but he's like a five eight american that was just like a grinder you know okay and, and so cool. it's kind of like he's got a i think he's they've been a good team because fritz has got like this big game but now he's starting to add in some of the grinding like tactics that a guy like russell had to use you know so he's yeah. getting good knowledge from a different uh perspective you know because fritz is six five with a huge serve you can like rely on that a little too much and i think he's won a lot of big matches this year just because he's settled down a little bit. Dude, when he won Indian Wells, his forehand was like, I mean, he was just demolishing people with the forehand. He was like, make no mistake about it, like, you know, Andre Rublev's got a huge forehand. Obviously, everybody knows that. Like, people like, uh, I mean, Casper Rude has a huge forehand. Freaking Taylor Fritz's forehand is so underrated, man. I was like, you know, he's ve- he's very well rounded, but like that forehand when he when he's cracking, man, it is like uh, keep it away from him because the guys he puts people away with it. Yeah, I remember we were pumped to see him at uh at in Cincy because he was playing Kyrgios, who had just come yeah. off the Wimbledon win, and he took him out like three and three, like he just. And he's had a few wins like that where it's just like, yeah, you know, he's break. He's definitely the American who's breaking out. You know. Also, yeah, CFO's been playing well too, but Fritz yeah. is like the consistent guy. Yeah, we'll get to we'll get to him in a sec because yeah, we got to have a few honorable mentions of the year. Yeah. All right, dude. Uh, so yeah, that's number nine, T. Fritz. He's got the headband haircut. We've talked about that. Hubert Hurtcash, number ten, the Pollock. Oh, Rich that's Poland. Cool. My man, representing the people. Yeah, he's that. I uh, got that Polish knife. You know, he's like one of the nicest guys. The the nicest life. freaking guy, man. The nicest freaking guy. I mean, you know, too. You know, I mean, it couldn't have been a better year for a better guy. I mean, he had a hell of a year. Yeah, man. Some good results. Um, Hercatch is always going to be up there, dude. I mean, the guy is like nothing rattles him. Nothing rattles him. But yeah. he's also got that intensity. Yeah, he's got weapons, you know? Yeah. 
I mean, dude, the guy's so technically sound, people just kind of crumble when they, like, face him. Now, if, like, if you're in, like, uh, like, you know, Carlos Alcaraz and you're on that day and you got her catch, you know, that's a tough match for her catch, I'll be honest. Like, maybe movement-wise, like, you know, guys like Alcaraz, guys like Djokovic, guys like Steph and Casper, they've got the advantage, but, like, the guy's just always going to be there in the hunt. Polish, legendary Polish power. Freaking, uh, yeah. Yeah. Her catch, dude. For sure. I mean, I was just looking at, um, looked like his last tournament was Paris, and he lost to no other than your boy Holger Rune again, so. He's, oh, um, he lost to Rune? He, he lost to Holger Rune. Yeah. So, yeah. Holger must have been on that week. You know? Yeah. I mean, Holger's on. He's number 11, so honorable mention there. We're only going to do the top 10. We'll get a couple mentions, but, like, dude. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, Holger, like, the talent was there that day. Uh, her catch, obviously, giant serve. A lot like Zverev, who's number 12. Like, it's just uh, fundamentally ground striking, very good. Big old serve to help him out a lot. You're not you're not going to get a, any breaks off of him hardly. It's just tough to do. And um, but yeah, yeah, there are the guys that can beat him, but he's always going to be up there, dangerous. Yeah. Uh, sure. Honorable mentions. Let's see. We got Zverev, Carreno, Busta, Cam Nori. We talked about him. Yannick Center. Oh, he's he's gonna be pretty banging year. He's yeah. had a couple like um disappointing results. Like I I think this guy's going somewhere. I I told you, dude, I'm a big Yannick Center fan. I like him, man. He's yeah, you called it first. I remember uh me and Ron were like didn't think much of him and then uh I mean that match that I saw him play Alcaraz at the US Open, I mean he ended up losing it. Yeah. But, he was right there, man. He was in control. He's playing number. He lost the number one in the world. That's the reality. He's beaten Carlos multiple times this year. Almost. Beat. He beat him in. Uh, beat him. Beat him. He beat him in uh, at Wimbledon, right? I think so. Yeah, he beat him in Wimbledon. Yeah, and then he, lost. He's the, won once or twice against him, so he always yeah. looks amazing when he's playing. Uh, the top guy, so I think he's going to come out this year. Yeah. Yeah, I'm working, working hard right now. Top Italian, by the way. He's oh, number yeah. 15. But uh, top Italian. Fognini. Fognini, way down there. But uh, Higher this year, probably. I don't know. Barrett, uh, Matteo Berrettini, number 16, right behind him, though. Oh, top nice. two Italians, for sure. And then behind them, the new breakout star, Lorenzo Musetti. Oh, he's looking good. Musetti. Musetti. Yeah, That's freaking, uh, he's got a swagger about him. Plays the part. Got a one-handed backhand. Got some swagger. Got some great ground strokes, though, dude. And the guy's a gamer. Uh, yeah, he seems to have that. He's number 23 right now. Another one to keep your eye on. Right behind Nick Kyrgios. Won a couple tournaments this year, or at least he won one. He's uh, yeah, man, he's a guy to keep your eye on. Musetti's uh, he's a gamer. All right, 
another honorable mention, we got uh, Francis Tiafo with the uh, U.S. Open semifinal being the big breakout. We saw him the week before in Cincinnati. Guy's a gamer. Oh, yeah. Took out Berrettini in the tight one. Francis. Francis, dude. Yeah. Gotta love Francis. Yeah, he's the Where'd hometown you hero. You know where uh, TFO's from? Yeah, he's from Maryland. Shit, man. Yeah. I wish they had something on tennis TV where you could, like, read their, uh... They just give you, like, their height in centimeters. Okay. Their weight in kilograms. Okay. And then their country. And their rank. And it's like, yeah, well... How about something... Shit, man. Well, he's got a... TFO's got a wild story. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, let's try and get him on. I'd love to hear it. I'd like to hear it from the horse's mouth. Oh, yeah. Nothing better than T. He's 24. He's only a year older. No, he's our age. Dude, he was born friggin' like five months from either of us. Yeah, he's right in the middle there. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to talk to that guy. Look at his info. Hyattsville, Maryland. 6219. Okay, this is the worst website ever, ESPN, but at least they got the basic shit. Okay, yeah. pro debut, 19, or I'm sorry, 2015. He was born in 1998. Great year. And, uh, yeah, so he's coming up on 25. And uh, big things this year from TFO. He's improved heavily. The consistency is there. Yeah, he's playing he's well. consistent, dude. That is the difference. That is the difference. He has gotten way more, and that's why you saw him in the semifinal of a of a freaking major, man. Yeah, that was huge. Huge for him. I mean, that that was everybody was talking about TFO. Yeah, he was the guy. Uh, did he? He lost to who? You remember? Question. Shit. I can't remember. Well, it was Carlos, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, that was it. And I mean, Carlos, I mean, he was playing out of his mind. But it was a five-setter. That's what it was, yeah. I'm looking it up. I got to get this right because this was like uh... a... No, I remember it. Yeah, he took him to five. Carlos had like... Alcaraz. Alcaraz beat him. Yeah. I mean, but he was a world beater that. I think he he won the first tie break. Yeah, five setter went until midnight. Yeah, he got it right. Let me just thought it. Who's that dude from? Norway or where something like that or like uh uh Netherlands that Bodic guy and uh Zandeshoop or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? You one Yeah. I do. Yeah, he's uh yeah. Yeah, he's number 30. He's Netherlands, he's 35. Oh, okay. Number 35, not 35 years old, 35. Yeah, he came out of nowhere I think in like one of grass court tournament or something like that. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't know if that was him. That was somebody else. Yeah, that was another guy from Netherlands, and he's literally, like, nowhere on the radar. He he beat everybody that week, and that was his, like, hometown. Yeah. Yeah. That was, um, we'll look it up. He's not, I don't think, I, I don't think he's even top 100. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was wild. Yeah, I think it was a young guy, though. It was a young guy. So, so we got to find out his name. He might be coming to play this year. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. We need to learn his name. <laughs> yeah, I should figure out his name. Yeah, dude. Eventually. Tommy Paul, Seb Corda, 32 and 33. Ooh, that's, uh, I think, that's uh, players. They, they played at the Open, remember that? And it looked yeah. like they had some... I don't know if it's just like friendly. There's a little beef there, yeah. There's a little, a little, there's a little maybe beef. a little bit. I I couldn't tell, but like Tommy Paul, I mean that dude. I I don't know if you remember this, but we saw him lose or he lost Cincinnati pretty early. Yeah. And we just saw him just ripping forehands at the. <laughs> yeah. the dude, he didn't give a shit. He was on the far back corner of practice court ripping forehands with a shirt off. <laughs> yeah. He was just like, all right, let's more. <laughs> He's like, ah. He, I remember he killed. He like crushed one over the fence and then walked off the court. Yeah, <laughs> was like he was like, all right, all right, I'm getting all, I'm getting up. He was like blown off steam after a loss. He was we gotta go to, uh, we gotta get open this year and like hang out. Like Atlanta Open is like a 250. We could like literally, like almost hang out with these guys. Like they're right there. Oh yeah, even more than like Cincinnati, where they're like, it's actually like a Masters, and they're pretty intense, and it's a tournament. Like, yeah, dude, if we went to Atlanta, two fifty, it would be like, yeah, like probably like freaking slamming beers after the match. Not really, but you know what I mean. Yeah, if Kyrgios is there, he's he's doing it. But uh, <laughs> at the Atlanta one, so I'll bring this up. But uh, guess what I saw? I saw Boletari. He was. Out there signing autographs. I should have oh, rest in peace. Yeah, that was tough. Uh, yeah, man. But uh, you know, if you ever want to know about them, just check the numbers. Check the numbers, baby. Check the records, baby. So Who's coming to play? My Maria, my Venus, my Serena, my Agus. <laughs> I want to know. Yeah, if you ask me about what the fundamentals, like, yeah, there's gonna be guys that know more than I do. All I know is I like to. I like winners, and I like to be around winners. And all you got to do is check the numbers, baby. Check the numbers. Yeah. That it's all was... right there. Hey, yeah, that guy's a lot. They'll be, be missed, but. Hey, my uncle uh, John worked down there, man. I got an uncle up in Philly. He used to work down there. He's a PT. He's a personal trainer. What's he that? Worked, uh, What's... He's like a high school coach now. But, yeah, the guy. Uh, the he worked down there in Huh? What's your uncle with the nickname? Oh, that's Boy John, dude. Yeah. Or are you talking about what what nickname? Something like the guy who bowls or whatever and like no nonsense Barry or something. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's Bill I called it dude I dude I told you Bush. Or dude I called it Bush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we did, that needs yeah. to be our uh that needs My to be dad, our, yeah, that dude. needs to be our segment with Ron. <laughs> Ron, dude, I called it. Dude, I called it. Yeah, dude, that's Billy Bush is uh, his name. And, um, yeah, 
Yeah, William Bush, dude. He's rolled like seven three hundreds in his life. Guy's a legend. Yeah, and uh, yeah, legend in his he's a very asked about him. And he is a legendary dude. I called it sports betting, and you will only hear about the ones he called right. And uh, that's about all you need to know about Billy Bush. But anyway, man, yeah, <laughs> like, dude, I told you so, Bush. You can interchange those two. Yeah, guys, a beast. Yeah, well, but that's not my. That's. Do you know your dad's cousins? Oh, uh, not really. Just on Facebook, yeah. I think there's a guy named Chris. Yeah, dude, they're always obscure. This one's like my dad's good buddy though, and they're they shoot like they pick up right where they left off. You know, whenever they see each other, it's like once a year. They yeah. immediately are starting to – they're just giving each other shit right off the bat. It's great. Yeah. We got one dude named Chris. I've never even met him. Yeah. He's my dad's cousin, and he's all into the genealogy. The, dude, <laughs> the, dude, the dude's adopted. I mean, he ain't even oh. – <laughs> It's wild. But I, yeah. I hadn't met him. I'm sure he's a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> all right, brother. All right, man. I think that's about it. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, man. Uh, that's it, dude. Any parting uh, any parting words? We're still waiting on a phone call from Ron, but we'll get in there. Yeah. yeah, the guy's that you no, know, man. adds to the mystique, you know. He's a legend. Yeah. Each, you know. yeah he's he's going to have some insight for the coming year, but yeah, it should be a good year. I mean, I'm pumped for it. Pumped to do yeah. some more of these, and uh, it's going to be it's like a good top ten. be great here for this uh, podcast. We're going to absolutely... Uh, we're gonna blow it out of the water, man. Yeah, and let's Go get to some. Uh, let's get some press passes this year and really do it up. Yeah, dude. These tournaments quit hating. They go, you're not a podcast. Yeah, I mean these re- reporters they let in. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean whatever. We'll, we'll get into one of them. We just need one, and then we'll build the resume. And it's just just check the numbers from there. They said coffin thoughts, not a show. Just hours and hours of footage of dead people falling out of coffins. Dude, Ron's calling right now. Should we take oh. it? Oh, yeah, let's do another podcast. Come on, here we go. All right, we're gonna we're gonna start the other one. Sir Ron. Hey, Will. Hey, how you doing, hey, Ron? How you doing? Me and Max. You with Max? Max and I are on the phone with you. What's going on? Oh, is it on a, a group call or are you together? Yeah, no, we got you on a group call. It's uh, the three of us. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're on the old podcast there. Oh. Tennis yeah, Junkies. Just, just Remember that, Ron? <laughs> just millions of people listening. Millions, <laughs> Ron. Oh, just a, just a few million? Yeah, just fr- don't freeze up. There's just Ron, we just went through. It's the end of the year. We're coming up on the holidays. We just thought it'd be a good time. We're in the off season, the very short tennis off season. We want to break down the top ten, and we just did. And uh, yeah, we'll give you a quick summary. We got one through ten. Here they are: Carlos Alcaraz, Rafa Nadal, Casper Ruiz, Steph Sitsipas, Djokovic, Felix Ojeda, Aliassime, Medvedev, Rublev, Taylor Fritz, Hubert Hurkacz. That's one through ten. Yeah, can you, you, expect you, you at a point you can talk or you kind of like driving or something? We don't want you to wreck. That's no. the last thing we want to hear for our listeners. Uh, listen, if I wreck, 
I'm going to keep going. I'm going to persevere. I'm going to I'm going to play first. <laughs> Don't call 911. I'm on the phone with the two junkies. Don't Turn call the insurance company. Down, man. It's annoying. Let's I'm bleeding out. Numbers. <laughs> Ron, who is your big uh, who's your no honorable mention of uh, 2022? Give us that. Like uh, who who do you think who is your most improved? And who who's your top dog? Most improved, you know, year over year has to be Alcaraz, right? Yeah, yeah. that's for sure. What do you think about Holger oh. Rune? We were thinking he's pretty oh, improved. Man. Now is he top ten? Did he? He's eleven. He's eleven. Yeah. Ron, he's eleven, and he didn't even really play the first half of the year. That's scary. He's on his way. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody yeah. to look out for. They shouldn't even have a top 10. They should have a top 11, include him. <laughs> it's not his round, Ron. Just expand it. <laughs> yeah. Why do we need a decimal system? Just stick with, get Holger Rune in there. I mean, yeah, he's going to be. Yeah. We got some guys on their way out, that's for sure. I miss Federer. I miss you know? him too, Ron. Yeah, I miss him already. He was on uh, that Trevor Noah. You know that guy? Yeah. I saw, I saw he was on that show the other day. Didn't watch it. Yeah, I got to go watch that. I, yeah. I don't know what they're going to talk about. It's like a Swiss tennis star and a uh, guy that talks about politics in America. Better is very neutral. He won't say much. About yeah, he's like yeah, Swiss, or Swiss, Ron. That's their way. That's their MO. Yeah. He'll just play right down the middle. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I gotta go. It's smart on his part, though. I mean, but uh, yeah, we were saying that um, the top dog is Djokovic, by the way, not not Carlos. Carlos got lucky, you know, because of COVID. I love him; he's great, but he's not the best player in the world. Yeah, no points for Wimbledon, too. Right. No points for Wimbledon. That's screwed over. No points for Wimbledon. I mean, Djokovic is five without Wimbledon, and he won. I don't know yeah, what he was. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Tiafo took out uh, Nick Kyrgios, right? Yeah. And 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 you know, I mean, Tiafo took out Nadal. Nadal. So he did the dirty work for uh, Carlos. Carlos did not have to beat any of the really top guys. He, I mean, he had a great win with Casper, right? Casper's number number three. Yeah, that's a great win. But that's a good matchup for him. He could beat Casper, but he didn't say he didn't make a total statement that he's number one. He just kind of inherited it because he was played a lot of tournaments. Well, he had a great yeah. summer. He had a great summer. Can you help us great break summer. this down, Ron? Uh, what seems to be like a bad matchup for Carlos? I was looking at him playing FAA Felix, and it he hadn't won one match. Felix has won every time. Well, the the thing with Carlos at this point is his serve. He he doesn't match up well against big servers sometimes. That's why I say that Felix uh, that uh, Tiafo did the dirty work by getting rid of Kyrgios, because big servers just really bother Carlos at this point. If they're well, if they're serving well, you know, like Zverev has beat him how many times? Three times, and Felix has beat him twice. Beat him at the mm-hmm. the French, right? Who? Oh, yeah, yeah. Zverev beat him there. Yeah. 
he beat him another time, and now Felix has beat him twice in a row. So he he just he doesn't know what to do. He just stands back real far. Then he comes in. He's he's 19. He's working it out. You know? Yeah. Well, but, I still think that that um what we said about him when he played center at the U.S. Open is true a little bit. I mean, he's so athletic and so young and versatile that he just you know he wants to he wants to win with some flair and. Sometimes it's it's the guy with the big serve and the dependable game that's gonna gonna beat him. But I think he'll work that out. But the five setters favor Carlos because he's so fit. He can win with his quads, you know, like just covering the court and yeah, just blasting people and just saying, "Look, I'm a better athlete than you, and too bad on you." Especially on a slower court like the U.S. Open. Like that was the U.S. Open was good for him. He's been. Look, the guy's been great on slow courts, on clay and the slow hard courts. He he's been really good. Yeah. But but in on the faster courts, uh uh-uh. uh. Like yeah. Felix erased him and then Wimbledon he got um, um you know, just embarrassed by center. So he's he's not proven that he's that good when he when he has to like you know, work in, in high speed, you know, with yeah. serve. The serve is it's good, but certainly not great. So I know you, Ron, you've been uh, working on your own strokes a lot. You know, you see any of the, you see any of the guys that, um, that, you know, may not be at the top yet, but their strokes, you know, hold up better than anybody or something like that. Or is it kind of, they're all at that level? Uh, well, they all have their different things. Like, uh, Berrettini has great serve and, uh, but he's not even the top ten, so should we just leave him out of the conversation? Uh, but Hogaroon looks good. He looks like he hits the ball really well. Tim was telling Will just as far as ground strokes. I mean, he's he's like top five. He is. Casper is really good. I wouldn't say he's like great. He's just really good at every stroke. He can do everything. He can volley. He can defend. And just he's a terrific player. He's there to stay. Right. Yeah. But R is like just winning with their strokes. I mean, Kyrgios is winning with that damn serve. Right. right? That stands out. Tiafo, I just think he's just he's just closing his eyes. Like I don't think you'll see him in the top ten. But he had some really. good here, though. What's that? He had good results this year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's a good, really good athlete. And he can really he can do some amazing things. But Max was kind of framing the question from the standpoint of strokes that are reliable that can win. And I don't put Tiafo at the top of that list. Um, yeah. But Carlos for sure strokes are pretty darn good. What do you think it? about uh, Rublev? We were talking about him earlier. Backhand is holding him back. You think so? Back. Yeah, I mean it's pretty look, compact. It's compact, but it, I just don't see any real disguise or anything special. Like, I think he's always going to be vulnerable to a top player, like, near the end of a tournament. Yeah, he swings up. He swings damn hard, too, like, harder than anybody that I see, you know. That guy has got the most out of his game. Like, he has put everything he's got into it. Yeah, it's yeah. either that or he's got to put a helmet on and, and, and drive a tank. So he's, he's going to keep working. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, Ron. <laughs> yeah. 
wouldn't you rather just Security. keep cracking those forehands than that? Yeah, I, I mean, I'd rather hit a ball than, uh, than you know, yeah, operated tank for sure. <laughs> Take human lives, right? Yeah. yeah. We were saying, do um, you think you would have a, a grunt when you, like, shot a gun or something? You know, like a tennis grunt? I think he'd be like, really intense. <laughs> I think he, I think he could be like, I think he could be like uh, doing secret missions and stuff. I think they'd pick him out of the litter and be like, "No, dude, that guy's on, that guy's boots on the ground. He's not doing anything serious. He's intense." That's what I'm he's saying, like, though. I could see him being like a Jason Bourne type. No, dude, he's not. He's that's that's too subtle. Jason Bourne got like strawberry blonde hair too, kind of like the yeah, look. like unsuspecting, yeah. like the beaver cut, and he's yeah. just. He's just out there. Just, you guys are talking shame on my boy Andre. I like him. Like, Ron, his backhand has gotten better. If you watch his like uh, later matches this year, indoor court stuff, he's he's definitely gotten better. Well, well, Will, Will, you know, he called Yannick Sinner this year, so I mean, I'm not going to take everything away, you know, from from Will here. My my, uh, he's top. He's number eight, right? Because he plays every tournament. He plays pretty well in every tournament. He just doesn't. You know, he's he's looking for that next thing to get him over the hump, but his consistency is like the the Achilles heel, I think. No, I, I, I joked about it, Will, but really he's he's a real professional. I mean, that guy puts he is a really hard work workhorse. He's a beast. He's a yeah. beast. I don't need any disrespect by the Jason Bourne thing. That was a compliment. <laughs> yeah, no, dude. You know what I'm saying. Ron, I think he he just needs to get a little, his consistency is off because he he freaking lives and dies with every shot. It seems like when he makes a mistake, he just beats himself up over it. And that's what that's what makes him great, but it also inhibits him a little bit. It seems like you know. So well, we saw, we saw him in person, and oh, yeah. you have to say that the downside of being like that is he's not extremely creative. Like he's very predictable, and like. Yeah. A guy like, you know, a talented guy like the Kyrgios or somebody would just. I like, can see that. Kyrgios ran him over in Miami, but that was one of those days that Kyrgios was just like not missing, and he literally just treat every ball, and it was it was over in like forty nine minutes. I but mean, do you remember? Like, it was the craziest Benoit thing I've ever Pair, seen. Benoit Pair, the Frenchman, uh, he drop shotted him like fifteen times at, at Cincinnati, and. And Rublev would just run it down and then get past. Like he, he's not that talented, really. Like for a top ten guy. Like yeah, but he destroyed Pair that without getting. Yeah, the, he beat him. Like, yeah, but he beat him bad that day. Oh, uh, what didn't? It, wasn't it close? Like? It go, no, it was straight sets. It wasn't even. We were cheering. No, I, I thought it was three, but I don't know. I no, Pair was a long time ago. Paris it was like uh, Paris playing like. Pair's, I love Benoit Pair. He's just playing. He's playing challengers now and yelling at refs and challenges. Yeah. yeah, that's how he does. <laughs> Have you seen him lately? He's just playing these like tournaments where there's like one line judge per side, and he's just yelling at him. And it's like, yeah, Benoit is the challenger. You don't have Hawkeye. He's got to. He's got to stop worrying about growing that beard out. It just get cut yeah. the beard. Take the game seriously. That's what we were saying about Sitsipas. He's. I mean, what are the odds this year he just goes ahead and just says, hey, the, the long hair, that's a distraction. I'm just shaving it like Manorino. Manorino just lasered all his hair off. 
He didn't want to worry about them. That's one more thing, he said, and he's just done. Nuts. I don't think Fitzpass will do that, but, you know, maybe it would help. (laughs) Fitzpass is fine, dude. Fitzpass salvaged his season, you know. He was just losing. Carlos was just breaking his heart. He, he, He was like a broken man. And then he just had a resurgence, like, at the second. He had some good wins, right? For sure. So he's kind of reestablished himself for next year. He's going to be. Yeah. This this Australian's going to be interesting coming up. You know, they're right. all like. Yeah. That's the big. They're all like horses running around. You know, and like who's gonna like who? Okay, we have the top ten, but who do you guys think will be like the top horses? Like early January, you know, January at the Australian. Who's gonna? Oh uh, man, that's gonna be tough. Uh, I mean, that's tough. I'll tell you who. Uh, his name's Novak Djokovic. Yeah, of course he's going to be the top dude. But uh, other than that, it's tough. He's not going to be worried about uh, getting deported this time. He's going to be there. They already gave him clearance, and uh, yeah, he's the really? favorite. It's it's going to suck. Whoever gets the draw, like somebody, you know, is going to get a bad draw because Djokovic will be what the five or six seed. The Australian number, he's yeah. number five right now. But what's he going to do this? What's he going to do this year to get him out of the tournament? I mean, that one U.S. Open. It seems like every tournament he just has for the taking, he gets <laughs> taken out of it. I mean, he hit the ball lady with the in the throat, and then he. I just hope. I just hope he. I mean, nothing can go wrong, right? <laughs> Everything can go wrong until it does. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I don't know. He had the worst luck with all that, though. Well, I'll tell you one thing. If he gets to the finals, I like his chances. He's yeah. nine yeah. and zero in Australian Open finals. That's good. He's been nine and zero. Nine and zero. That's oh a pretty good He's had That's a share wild. of five setters. I mean, a lot of five I, setters. I think for tennis, it would be great if if Carlos could play Novak. At the Australia. That would be yeah, that would be awesome. That'd really be the final. Or it maybe me. I'll take a semi. Wouldn't it be good? Oh, I was I was we're talking the way. Australian starts the sixteenth of January. We're we're wow. at the twelfth. We're one month out. Now. Nobody wants Holger Rune. Nobody wants to draw Holger right now. At the no. Australia. No, you don't. This definitely not. Thinner. I mean. It's a tough one. It's not like a clear path to the semi. It's really not. Okay, Runa has looked real good uh, on clay and in and, and three setters on hard court. But how's he going to deal with the five sets when it goes deep? That's that's the question. That's a good question. Because he's young. We haven't really seen him do it much yet. At least I haven't. I don't know if I'm missing something, but I don't think he's gone deep in any majors. So how's he going to look? When the who, really has, who, who do you trust besides Djokovic? Who do you trust? I and trust we didn't even Knocker as he just won the last one. Well, all right, Kyrgios is not even in the top eleven. I don't know if I'd want to play him if I'm definitely one of these not. ten guys. Well, I definitely seven, definitely not seven five match sets in a row. Is the question? This could be the most hardest to predict majors in a long, long time. You know, except for... Except for Joe, 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 yeah, for sure. 
But everyone else, like, it's just tough to pick. I mean, if you're going to try and pick a top four, I agree with you. It's like trying to pick the semis right now. Who's going to be? Who's going to be there besides Djokovic? We didn't even mention his name, but you know who could win that tournament? We didn't even mention his name. He could win it. I guess you guys don't think he can. Well, Medvedev. Where? That's what I was thinking. You were saying. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, but yeah, I mean, he he can win anything. Ron, he had a rough couple of months. These past months have been rough on him. I know, but he was in the finals last year, and he's like number two player in the world. And he just, this whole thing, you know. 12 months ago was a long time, Ron. He's been downhill ever since. All that, right, match, so you, that match you did something. I'm him? telling you. He did not like, he did not like that match. He was up 2 nothing, up a break. They're going up, he was on break point. About to do straight sets. And, and Rafa came. Hey, do you think. Will, this is Max. Do you think that Will is might be looking to something that we didn't even think? You know, maybe Medvedev benefited from a low point in tennis when all these next gen guys, these fraudulent top guys, are all out of the way now. Like the the phonies, like Zverev and just the past. Like maybe they're out of the. You know, maybe they were propping up Medvedev, and and now the real talent has come. Like Rune and Alcaraz and Sinner, these guys, they just seem to be a, a notch better, don't they? Well, that's what I was telling Will with the, uh, with you know, you look at a guy like Rublev, you know, I love the guy, but he's 25, and you get all these guys who are coming in 18, 19, 20, yep. 21, 22, and it's and they're a notch better already. It's just a tough, or it's a tough pill to swallow. Well, yeah, they're just probably not quite as talented. I, I never thought of, uh, I just never, Sissipas has like a great, you know, he's a stud. He's a big, strong, strapping guy. But, like, what, is this game that deadly? Like, is it that deadly? He's mostly a clay court player at 6'4". I mean, what is his game? You know? He's deadly on the clay. Yeah, but we're talking about majors. There's only one major on clay. So, but yeah. Sinner, on the other hand, now there's a talent. Like he could play you on grass. He could play you on hard court. He could play you indoors. He, he's probably not even bad on clay. I mean, don't you think he's got to have more weapons than a than a Sissipas? Like he's just a better talent. It, it seems. Be. We'll see, right? That'd be a great Australian matchup to test my theory. Yeah. All these guys can play their socks off on any given day. It's just the question is, can you do it seven times in a row? You know? No, but, but, Will, I'm trying to differentiate the surfaces here because in, in tennis history, when you look back, it, it's always looked so clear. Yeah. But you look if you look in the light of the surfaces, like, for example, Felix, right? He's He's a nasty guy to play, but... Is he that tough if you get him on a nice slow court on a nice day? Is he that tough on a you know in a major on a slow court? Maybe not. You know, not like back Djokovic, but he, for no, but no, but for sure. Where's all his wins coming from? It's the indoors where he can he could take that you know big flat serve and hit it in all the corners and knock you off the court. But what has he done? Well, 
he's still pretty young. I'm not going to count him out. Yet. Yeah. Are you going? Not yet, right? No. Yeah. But I don't think he's going to be for ten months. He had a big, he had a big year. Everybody was pretty impressed by Felix this year. But I get what you're saying. Like just from a fundamental, if we're talking about points and ATP rankings, then I think he's he's got a bright future. If we're just talking yeah. about majors, I get what you're saying. You're, you're talking about majors here. So let, all right, if we talk about, about majors, who's the major guys for the next five years? Who do you guys think could gobble up some majors? Alvarez, uh, Djokovic, the ball. Um, and then it's just maybe center. I hope he gets one. I I think maybe uh, Holger Rune could get one. Uh, and then who else? Who else? Medvedev. And Medvedev has what his one major, and that's it. At the U.S. from last year. Yeah, it's a small fraternity of guys left who who've done it before. So. You guys count now, Kyrgios, to win that Wimbledon? Probably, right? I mean, I the know. guy's got to keep the head together for, a, you know, it just takes a little. I mean, he played, he played lights out last year. I mean, I don't, I don't think that he could have done anything better or worse or whatever. Like, I think he just, he played his best, but Djokovic just, he was, he just dials in. Ron, there's so many of these guys that come in and, and they can play consistently. And when Kyrgios gets one thing that annoys him, he just tanks. I don't think that's good for majors. And no, he's, like, he's a long shot. You saw him in a little bit of like a state of zen during the Wimbledon. And it was like, is this like, is this it? Is this when he pulls it together? And then you run into Novak Djokovic. And it's just, yeah, all credit to the guy. He's just, he's an animal. He's so good. But uh, doing it for two weeks in a row, consistent, there's just, when curious, when he finds something that he doesn't like, he just tanks. It seems like I don't, I don't put him. I don't, I don't. I'm not counting him out. I think he's going to have a lot of good runs and performances. I think Wimbled- the Wimbledon run this year was really cool. It was great to see. I was so happy for him, and uh, I thought it was great for the sport too because people were talking about it. They're like, "Here's this brash guy out on the stately courts of Wimbledon, you know, just, just crushing it." But uh. And he sounds know. like Chris Hemsworth when he talks, so that helps. That always helps, Ron. You know oh, that. Going. I think, uh, Ron, to answer your question, I think uh, it's going to be your usual three. It's going to be uh, Rafa, uh, pen, injury pending. It's going to be Rafa, Djokovic, Alcaraz, and then uh, my my guy to win one this year. His first one is Casper. Casper is going to get one this year. He's he's too good. He's too consistent. Something's gonna get, fall his way. Some cards are gonna fall his way. I see. Uh, he, he maybe maybe yeah. on the clay, if if uh, if Carlos or Djokovic play each other and knock one of them knocks the other out, yeah, and Casper could win over you know the winner. It yeah. well, assuming Rafa gets knocked out, or maybe Casper beats Rafa at the French. What do you think? He could do he's it. Everybody he could do it. Yeah, he's he's done. Because Rob, he's banged up. He's getting old. And Casper is he? He'll take it. He'll take it. He'll take it from him. Or didn't Rafa just destroy him last year? He probably did. I don't I know. No, he was, it was the French Open final. I don't think he destroyed it. He beat him in four sets. But um, 
Somebody whooped them in straights, but this is the this is the point in the conversation where you say something stupid just to get people to get mad at you. You know, oh, Rafa sucks. He's so he's so good anymore on the clay. Rafa beat him three three and oh. Oh boy. So I don't know if it a year. I mean, I don't know. He's injured, but I mean, he still won the the French injured. Yeah. Wait. Who beat who? Three three and zero. That was Rafa beat. The doll beat Casper. Oh, what? In the In French the final. final. Yeah. Oh shit. I thought I didn't. I thought he went four sets. Well, nobody's, nobody can hold a candle to Rafa on clay. Casper may be another one of these also rounds. You know, does he have the horsepower to get all the way through all these talented guys? He almost did. But again, this draw was not the greatest this year at the US. We were Open talking about Casper. I mean, he lost to our uh, our guy Ben Shelton, the new American. Yeah. He blamed it on staying so far back, like the court didn't go back far enough. And I mean, that's all well and good, but I mean, you've got to be able to adjust, you know, and be the guy who's not even in the top 100, wouldn't you think? Well, I'm going to go on record just to back up what Max saying. I'm going to go on record and say that. Casper Ruud does not have enough game. He's just great. He's a great player. I mean, he's a really, really, really good player, but he's just not great hardly at anything to me. Like, his serve's not great. His forehand's really good, but it's not great. His volley's really he's good, but it's not great. He's got a forehand, though, Ron. His forehand is great. It's not like Nadal, and it's not like Federer's. It's not it at is. that level. He, he can crack forehands with Rafa any day, I think. There's, and why is he standing 15 feet back? Why is he doing that? Because Carlos was like, uh, wow, I got my first major. As soon as he got on the court, you could see it in his eyes. It's like, this guy can't hurt me. Yeah, he didn't he, have to do it. Sure. He's beaten Casper every time he's played him. I, I just Casper doesn't, he doesn't really pressure you the way a super talent would. Like, he beats you because just because he's just so damn good at everything, but he's not consistent. But There's, I think, like, you take Casper's forehand, right? I mean, and, and then you put up, like, a Del Potro or an Adal, you know? Del Potro, I mean, he's going to hit you off the court, right, with a forehand. Yeah. Adal's going to – he's going to hit it so heavy that it's just going to be, like, a, a nightmare to deal with. Like, yeah. Casper, he's almost like a hybrid of two really good things but it just makes it okay. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, because it's not, it's not all drive. Like he's going to hit you off the court and it's not all spin where he's just going to like hit it so heavy that you, you know? So I think that's kind of the problem there. Like, like there's, he's just really, really, really good. And he's going to make a lot of finals and, but it's just, there's certain guys who are going to have his number. But if they want to, if they want to, like say, say has who's has the best looking sisters, he wins. Yeah, Gene Gene Pool. I mean, he's gonna take it all day. Casper has good looking family. He's got that over everybody. Sure. And that's something you'll never be able to take away from him. So he's always <laughs> got that. No, the guy, you know, he's super talented. He, I hope he does well. Yeah. I, yeah, but somebody kind of falters, he'll take it. Like if he gets Medvedev, that's what I'm saying. Right? I think there's a better chance of that than you know, Runa. 
or Kyrgios winning, you know? I agree with you. He's I always going to be right there. He's going to be right there in case somebody, in case something happens. I think Casper's like the anti-Kyrgios. Like, first Kyrgios is like he can show up and beat anybody at any day, uh, yeah. but he's not consistent. And then Casper, he'll show up every single time, consistent. He'll always beat the guy he's better than every he's time. He's going to make a lot of money. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Even the guys he, he knows well, he, he should beat. The other thing about Casper, we got to give him credit for, he's super smart. Like, he's got, he's tactically, like, solid as a rock. Yeah. Like he is, he's going to play the right game against everybody he plays, and he's going to, He's going to keep the ball deep. He's going to angle it when he needs to angle it. He's going to make a volley. If you come in on garbage, he's going to pass you. But that guy, he's like a Matt Zielander of modern day, you know. Yeah. Those guys, they win. I mean, Matt Zielander won seven majors. It's just that there is, yeah, if these top three or four guys disappeared, Casper's right there at the top. You never know what's going to happen. He's number three in the world right now. I mean, I think he just... He's so consistent, and he's going to show up, and he's going to be there late in every week. He's like the guy that you just, you just, you know, wake up on a Friday or Saturday late in the week, and you see his name on the draw like clockwork, you know. Well, but but so is Rublev, but he's better than Rublev. Yeah, yeah he's, he's definitely a, a more full full player. I think I don't know. Yeah, he, he's yeah. going to be. He's a tough cookie. I always said that the. Uh, I mean, he puts people away. That forehand is deadly when it's on, Ron. I don't care what you say. When Another when, when Rude's cracking that forehand, and Taylor Fritz too. I've always I said this this year because when people play to his forehand and he's cracking it, it's 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 over. I mean, he yep. he can just find the back of the baseline. He'll put it six inches within the baseline, and he'll do that until until it's over. He's the thing, like. I know. Watching the U.S. Open, watching watching Casper Ruiz, the one thing he that just really stands out over uh, over Rublev is his athleticism. Like yeah. when I turned, when they switched the match from Carlos, and then they showed a highlight of uh, of Rublev. He he looked like he was moving in like like one fourth is slower. Like he's yeah. just not that athletic. And Casper yeah. can he can motor. That guy, yeah, quick. yeah, and I mean, he can he can get move around that court like at, at the very highest level, not quite the Carlos level, but that's why he's dangerous. Yeah, you know? yeah, like he that's can close. Successful, he's a successful yeah. play court guy too. That's yeah, very athlete. And All these guys Ruth, that want to play, they they move well, and it translates well to to. But, you don't see Medvedev. He hates the clay. He doesn't. He just doesn't move that good. Well, but I, I also say that with Taylor Fritz, though. I think that's the problem why he can't string together wins. Yeah, he, he can yeah. only hit many winners, and yeah, his, he does. Now you talk about stroke smacks. You're asking Taylor's right near the top as far as just hitting that ball, cracking the ball well. Well, I was telling you know. Will though, I, what I like about Taylor this year is he picked up his coach Michael Russell. Who's a you know five eight kind of journeyman guy that was really fast and like tactical. Uh, right. I I think that that's a big change that he's made is like he's this guy that can hit a huge serve, big forehand, big backhand, and just like 
And, but now he's starting to think a little bit uh, more about like building points and stuff. Um, yeah. And I think his team has had a big impact on him. So he'll be the top American, right, Max? He is already. He's already top 10. Hey, guys, let's not sleep on, uh, I think it should be mentioned, that uh, Uncle Tony is coaching FAA. Really? Yes. Why? I don't know, but he's doing it, and he's doing a great job. The guy's winning like crazy ever since Uncle Tony. Yeah. That's new. Including really nice win over Rafa. <laughs> yeah. Forgot about that. That's crazy. Yeah. Do you, do you I, think he just gave him the playbook? It's just like, hey. <laughs> I guess. Well, Ron, you told me when That's we saw crazy. him. The first time I ever saw him say it was on a practice court in Cincy. And you told me, I'll never forget it. You just said, this guy, he's he's Canadian. He's young. He just checks all the boxes. You know, he hasn't really done anything quite. This is like mid-2021. But you you were like he's he's not like really making waves yet, but he's he's right there. He's checking all the boxes. He's big. He's got all you know. There's one box I, I think that's my check. The box of just talent. Pure talent. Like he's just yeah. you don't think that's that's a pretty big box there, Ron. Yeah, that's, that was pretty uh <laughs> that's a you pretty, pretty, pretty sure you'd want to kick your ass for saying that, but <laughs> you better no, hope but you don't. You better I think hope we just lost Canadian, the Ron. Yeah, we lost the hope of getting him on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, he's gonna come on and fight Ron. Look, hey, we want. No, I, I, I think saying. I know what you're saying, Ron. He's like, look, God gave him a six-four frame. He's really fast. He's got yeah. he's really sharp kid, very smart, very solid, very hard working. And a lot of he, tools. he moves pretty well. He moves pretty well. But he's not like a natural, like he's not like this really gifted collier. He's just a you know, a big banger. Like a lot of guys like that over the years that have done great though. You know. Yeah. And and those guys that had a great career. I mean, how are you gonna beat this guy? He's six four and he has this huge two handed backhand and Got a good forehand. He does check all the boxes. Yeah, but drop up, drop a somewhat predictable. A no. So, so we're gonna do eventually. Eventually, we're gonna do a segment, Ron, uh, mm-hmm. called "Dude, I Called It." And uh, so, your your pick for Australia. Who's who's your dude? I called it. Boy, jeez, I haven't really had time to process that. Like the, well, maybe we I, should revisit, but yeah, I'd like to re- revisit this because you guys have just got me thinking about so many things. All right, storylines. Is, is, is right. Devera going to play tennis anymore? Yeah, he's in, but you know he's falling out of the top ten. I, well, his ankle was destroyed. Yeah, I think he's going to be a total reconstructive surgery. And he's so rehabbing it right now. He's going to come back. You think he'll be all right? That's the worst. Is Dominic team gonna be ever relevant again? No, I don't think so. So is his wrist destroyed? He's he's just he's part one, I think, Ron. I don't think I don't think team had it, and uh, I don't think he had major. I don't think he was getting the major, and now it's like he's older. Time's gone by. And the new guard is in. I mean, it's going to be tough for him. I mean, he took the major while he could. He stole one. 
Yeah, which one? Did he win the, the U.S. Open versus... Like, Djokovic got hit the lady in the throat. Federer was hurt. And Nadal... Where was Nadal that time? At that time? Uh, Why didn't he fall? I remember. But Dominic said, all right, I'll take one. <laughs> yeah, it was almost like watching that final. It. it was like it was like none of them wanted to win. It was like, oh, you miss, oh, you miss. I don't know. Uh, you take it. Oh, I'll take it. Oh no, Ron. Yeah, I, Ron. I I'd never, you know, he was before I started watching, but he was in one of the small tournaments this year, and I watched his match. His game is beautiful. He's got a beautiful game. His footwork was so clean. Yeah, and you, you said that. Tell. I remember that. He was he was just crisp and uh his points were really fun to watch. He was he was just clobbering forehands and, and uh you know, coming in, coming forward. I don't know. He was it was a beautiful game to watch, but yeah, he's just I don't know. I think it seems like that seems like it's gonna be uh it's gonna be it for him as far as majors go. Well I think these guys who get injured when they're twenty six or whatever, twenty seven, it's like nothing but time is going by and that's just not good. Good point. And I, I think you guys have said it really well in in different ways all through this conversation. But these guys, that that next gen, that first next gen, that wave is through. I think they they've been surpassed. Like the new wave is yeah. just too, it's too yeah. much talent. Minus and, minus the big three. And there's other guys too that we don't even know. Like Musetti's great. Like he's oh yeah. Coach. He's like eighteen, nineteen. What is he? Nineteen. There's so much talent that yeah. I, I don't know. It's and then and then the storyline with uh with Carlos. Like, what if he gets better? Like, what if he like okay, uh, we're not even gonna play the year end, and they've been working on their game him and uh, Juan Carlos, and this guy comes back and he's a notch better. Don't be surprised. Yeah. I mean, it's just 19. That would be insane if they came back from the U.S. Open better than when he won it. Like, no, yeah, oh. we we won the U.S. Open, but uh, I don't know. I just – something didn't sit right with me there. Let's, uh, well, look, if he had lost that, he practically gave away two matches. He, I mean, he he was killing center, but he almost gave him the match anyway. And the same with – he let he let uh, Apo get a set. Like, he – He's just he's doing a lot of boneheaded stuff. Yeah, but Ron, so, those were two big moments for him because it was big adversity, and it was like you know, inevitably stuff like that's gonna happen. It's yeah, you shouldn't be losing to this guy, but you are. Now, what are you gonna do about it? Are you gonna tank? You know, but he did. Yeah. So that's that's after. almost more but, of an indicator to me than than almost losing. It's like, well, yeah, he, I mean. Everybody almost loses, it seems like, but that was right. pretty, yeah, I'm just, pretty cool of him to, to put through and I, not blow it. I'm saying he could tighten it up. I mean, if he, he could can. play yeah. he I could agree. play as tight as Casper does, he'd never hardly lose. Yeah. If he is mentally tightly wound and consistent yeah. and well-prepared. Like, could you imagine, it, Ron? He's, oh. he's going to go on a streak. It's going to be... He'd have a nice feeling for him. But just all right. Last thing I want to say: Djokovic has to win this Australia. He's running out of time to get ahead of Nadal's record. He's got yeah. to win this. 
it's yeah. it's uh, it's all out for him on this one. He has yeah. to win, and that's what I'm saying. God pity the man that gets him in the draw. They will lose. And it, it, I, if I'm any of those tough ten guys, I don't want Djokovic. I want to get anyone else, right. and then I can to the finals. But I will say this: I mean, the last time that Djokovic had pressure on him, and this is an outrageous thing to say, but I'm going to say it anyway was the US Open when he was gonna uh, he was gonna get the the four slams in a year that nobody had ever yeah. done before. Yeah. And he got beaten straight sets. It was like unheard of. So it'll be interesting to me to see how he shows up to this uh Australian, you know, is he gonna be able to pull it together for seven straight matches? Like I what what do you I don't know what happened on that US Open but I mean, he lost in straights to Medvedev, who played excellent. But I mean, Djokovic. Yeah, but he he kind of stunk in that tournament. Like he lost the set to Berrettini. He lost the set to uh, who else? Darn it! It was three guys he lost the set to in a row. Different yeah. people. He lost the set to Hogarun in the first round, I think. Was that? I think it. I think Probably. It was but he lost. He lost the first set, and he had to come back. It, yeah. So he, he just exhausted himself. Yeah. Once you lose the first set, you can't mess around that second set. So now he's. I think he just exhausted himself between the whole. I mean, he won everything the whole year long. Yeah. Nobody's so, nobody's denying. It's one thing is. to. I don't think he mentally cracks too much. I think it's just physically that he just didn't have it. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Well, you guys ready to about wrap it up? Or yeah, yeah. You got anything uh, more? Uh, thank you guys. Ron, it's a great. Thanks for calling back. Yeah, I'll see you later, man. You guys be good. All right. All right. Sounds All right. good. Peace out. Bye.